So we just get started. Do you mind if I open up in a word of prayer? God, we thank you for, for your son, Jesus. God, we thank you for, for you giving us the ultimate gift, the gift of salvation through him. God, may we be mindful of this at all times. Father, may we share this gift with others. God, we live in a world that needs Jesus. We live in a world that it's corrupt and it's messed up and we need love. And Jesus is love. Father, we just I, I pray that as we begin this sermon, Lord, that you would just use this filter of a man, God, to proclaim your word. God, I pray that they don't hear John, but they hear you, God. They hear only your truth. In Jesus' name, amen. If I was to ask you, who is Jesus? If I was to ask each, and in, each individual in here, one at a time, who is Jesus to you? I suspect we would have different. They would be close. They would be close, but there would be some differences. I would also suspect that they would all be right. But I think it's important, if we're going to share the gospel, if we're going to take the Great Commission seriously, and we're going to make disciples, then we have to know who Jesus is. We have to be able to explain who Jesus is. We have to be able to tell the story completely. We have to be prepared in our hearts to tell who Jesus is. Today we're going to be looking in the book of John. We're going to be in the very first chapter, the very first verse. So if you have your Bibles with you, we can open up to there. We're going to be looking to try to identify, I'm going to try to identify four things in, in Scripture today, and that is His existence, His individuality, His authority, and His importance to mankind. If you would, let's read from the Scripture. If you would, I'd like to ask you to stand with me as we read from God's Word. It says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him nothing was made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. You may be seated. As we look at the existence, it tells us in the very first, it tells us in the beginning was the Word. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. You see, the very first thing that we know about Jesus is that He existed. He existed before there was a world. 
This means that before there was light, before there was the sun, before there was the moon, before there was the stars, before there was the earth, before there was the galaxies, He was. He was. How awesome. Jesus existed. As a matter of fact, John tells us that Jesus created. He was creator. There was nothing made that was not made. But through Him. He. It is echoed also in Colossians. In Colossians 1. 15-17. So Scripture backs itself up over and over, doesn't it? It's inerrant. It's the perfect Word of God. He tells us He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For by Him all things were created that are in heaven, that are on earth, visible and invisible. That's backing it up. That's more proof that God tells us more than once that Jesus was there from the beginning. That He's Creator. You'll notice that in verse 4, it does not mention that life was created. Life already existed in Him. Life already existed in Him. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Life wasn't created. It existed in Him. Creator. How amazing. See, humans are dependent on this life. This is what sustains us. And as Christians, it really is our sustainment. It's our sustainment. Jesus Christ is our sustainment. He's not just our, our Savior, but He's our life. He is our Lord. He is our Lord. Our existence spiritually and physically depends on the sustaining power of Jesus Christ. His individuality, it says the Word was with God. It shows that Jesus is always individual. He came down to earth and dwelt among us as an individual, as a human. He attached Himself to human. How amazing is that? We celebrate that this time of year. It's this beautiful baby. Wow, was he ushered in like a king? No. He was brought to this earth in the most humblest form that you can imagine. But make no mistake, his power sustains us. His power sustains us. You see, He's always an inch field. He's equal in the Trinity of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We just sang about that. Praise to the Father. Praise to the Son. Praise to the Holy Spirit. He's individual. And then we can look at His authority. His authority. It said, And the Word was God. His authority. In Matthew 18, the Great Commission, when He tells us, He says, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to Me. Can I tell you, He didn't just receive it right then. 
He didn't receive it at that moment. He had it. Everything that was made, it was made through Him. He's always had this authority. If we're really going to try to explain to the world who Jesus is, I believe we have to do it by what Jesus says. So who did Jesus say He was? Who did Jesus say He was? If we go to the book of John, there's, there's a group called the Seven I Am's. The Seven I Am's. In 6.35, He says, I am the bread of life. And in 8.12, He says, I am the light of the world. And in 10.17, He said, I am the door. At 10.11, He says, I am the good shepherd. At 10.25, I am the resurrection and the life. In 14.6, He says, I am the way and the truth and the life. And nobody shall come to the Father but through Me. In 15.1, He says, I am the true vine. And in 8.58, He said, Most assuredly, I say to you, before Abraham was, I am. Mm. Thy ams. If we look over in John 18, 5. John 18, 5. They answered him, Jesus of Nazareth, and Jesus said to them, I am he. And Jesus, who betrayed him, also stood with him. Now when he said, I am he, they drew back and fell to the ground. You see, just for a moment, just for a, just for a brief moment, and just a small glimpse, Jesus revealed some of His majesty and some of His glory when He said, I am. He manifested a small amount and it threw them to the ground. His authority. It threw them to the ground. He was echoing how God revealed Himself in Exodus 3.14. The I Am. If I go back to Exodus, y'all don't have to turn with me. I can read this for you. In Exodus 3.14. Then Moses said to God, Indeed, when I come to the children of Israel and I say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you, and they say to me, What is his name? What will I say to them? And God said to Moses, I am who I am. And he said thus, You shall tell, you shall tell the children of Israel, I am has sent you. Do you see the authority that Jesus has? In the seven I am's. And when he said I am, and it threw them to the ground. It was just a small amount of His majesty revealed. Small amount. It's incredible. It is incredible. What are some of the names that we have for Jesus? How about, let's just take words out of Scripture. Some of the names for Jesus. He says, I'm the Almighty One. Alpha and Omega. I am the advocate. Authority. 
bread of life, son of God, bridegroom, chief cornerstone, deliverer, good shepherd, great high priest, Emmanuel, judge, king of kings, lamb of God, Lord of all, mediator, Messiah, mighty one, our hope, redeemer, our Savior, the Son of Man, Son of the Most High, resurrection and the life, the door, the way, the truth, the Word, victorious one, wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. How amazing. That God's Word describes our Savior. I think it's important that we know who we serve. I think it's important that we know He's the best gift ever. We're thinking about Christmas this time of year and we have gifts under our tree. If you're a Christian, you have opened up the best gift ever. Best gift ever. That He gave His blood for us. So that we could be purified, that we could stand before God and we could be righteous. That we could enter heaven and we could fall on our faces and praise. I can't imagine what that's going to look like. So thankful to Jesus Christ. So thankful this time of year for this baby that was brought to us. Gosh, I'm going to get messed up. How wonderful it is that he, God loves us this much. In the Old Testament, God calls His people His segular. And that simply meant His treasured possession. Mankind is God's treasured possession. He gave it all for us. He gave everything for us. He attached Himself to man. He came down and He dwelt among us. He gave us His Word. He gave us His roadmap to life. This is the most important. If we're going to get to know Jesus Christ, we have to be in His Word. If we're going to get to know the Father, we've got to be in His Word. We have to have the Holy Spirit living in us to counsel us and to guide us and to, to show us the way and to reveal God's Word to us as we're reading it. How important is it that we spend time in God's Word? It's of the utmost importance. It's of the utmost importance. As we go through this Christmas season, let's make it a point to share the gospel with the lost world. Let's make it a point to share with people what we're celebrating. That it's not Santa Claus and elves and all that stuff. That it, and that's us fun. But we're celebrating a Savior that's given to us. That as He was ushered in, they were yelling, Hosanna, Hosanna, God save us. Because of our sin, we need saving. We need that. Romans 3.23, it tells us, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Every single one of us. Every person that's going to be born, we all sin, and it's ugly, and we need forgiveness. We need forgiveness. 
It goes on to tell us that for the wages of sin is death. That's what we've earned. Through our sin, we've earned eternal separation from God. But it doesn't end there, does it? It doesn't end there. Because it said, for the gift of God is salvation through Jesus Christ. He is the way, and He is the truth, and He is the life. He's the only way to get to the Father. He is the only way. He is our ticket. We need Him inside of us, guiding us. We need that salvation. We need to share it with a lost and dying world. We need to have disciples that make disciples. It's as simple as that. We need to reach out. It's up to us. One of my professors in seminary said it this way. He said, this business about called to ministry, if you're a Christian, you are called to ministry. It's, there are some that are called to preach, and there are some that are called to teach. But as believers, we are all called to ministry. Do you know someone this Christmas season who needs Jesus Christ? Share this word with them. Share what you know about them. Share your testimony with them. Share how he's changed your life. It's important. It's the most important thing we can do on planet Earth. And our time is limited. It's urgent. It's urgent. We should feel the urgency to share Jesus Christ with others.